Yo, 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 yo! Welcome to the Good Facts Podcast Series. Powered to you by DGF Agency and hosted by me, myself and I, Duarte Figueira, also known as Duda. The Good Facts is all about the facts that I really care for, straight from me to you. Everything that I care about, music, media, food, sports, video games and whatever else comes out of my mind during the week. So yeah, everybody, let's keep going on the review of Konnichiwa and this talk that I was giving about Skepta. Uh, for those of you that are coming up to this episode first, this is the second part of episode three on Konnichiwa and Skepta. So go back to 3.1, go to SoundCloud page, the good facts, and just check the first part where I review the first five tracks and I talk a little bit about how I got introduced to Skepta. But yeah, let's go and step on the second part of this episode. Then track six, another anthem for me, Ladies It Squad, Fit DWE and ASAP Nast. Um, I think this is one of the tracks uh, still that is most of most out of the grime scene, the grime scope uh, inside of this album in a sense. Like it kind of like it's outside of what you would expect of a grime album, but it shows that Skepta has different types of influences and mixes of influences. The same way that I would say about numbers that will come next, but we'll talk about that next. Um, but I like this track a lot, a lot. Uh, it Because I like also the influences that Skepta is kind of like putting here, which are like the American hip hop. Uh, but DWE bangs it so bad on, on the beginning with the Mri Mri. It's like dope. Mri uh, is fire. Great bars. Uh, ASAP Nas uh, did a dope job on the chorus too. When I pull up the rhythm racks. Yeah, it's pretty legit too. Um, I'm going to be playing the track a little bit. Girl, I pull up to your city with the racks out. You know how I do it. You see like this more hip hop type of vibe American hip hop type of vibe um, but yeah and then Skepta after DWE in the chorus again uh, Skepta steps in really cool too uh, great approach to the things that people are talking about nowadays like leggings and Netflix um, then Reebok Eyes and then he says like she got juiced in the bank bed she's not white he talks about the GQ top 10 the fact that he was wearing a tracksuit mafia, uh, a tracksuit, uh, and considers himself the tracksuit mafia, he was wearing a tracksuit on the on on the runway, and he sit, he sat on the first row on the front row, although he, that's part of the shutdown. Uh, but um, he got an award to be the best dressed man in the UK, the GQ top ten, uh, and then he has these crazy bars about. Your ex is blazing in the prem, but you never seen him taking a pen. Because if he can't hit the G spot when it comes to the spot kicks, man gotta wait on the bench. Um, the same way that his brother Jamie did with the pool and the eight ball back in back in the days, which he said that was like one of the best bars ever. Um, but yeah, I love the topic of the of this song, the theme, the vibe. And the video is dope too. Then by the end, uh, there's another call, another skit. You know, Skepta likes to do this type of movie things on the album. That's why I like his albums um, and his mixtapes and stuff. Uh, but yeah, this other call, some girl outside is calling outside of his house because you can understand like she says that and you can hear, you can 
hear the roads and the, the cars and stuff. And it goes to voicemail and he, she says, where are you, Junior? She's calling him Junior. Like his name is Joseph Junior Adenuga. And but so she's close with him and then he hears it. He, and he kisses his teeth while he's is, and he's listening to it. And then uh, he's like he starts singing, talking about him being lonely, losing his mind, because girls show him a dark side, like the last time, showing that this have, has happened before, and saying like that they first friend him and now they are they they are enemies. It explains why he says everything that he said on the song in a sense, because he talks a little bit like ruthless about women uh, on the song uh, and uh, what would he what would he do to them <laughs> um but um it explains like a little bit of his dark side too and and it's kind of like a theme for to explain the the, the song a little bit better i, I liked it I, i felt it was was cool to put here great track and then we step on track seven numbers feet who pharrell williams yep When I saw this track on the on the track list, when drag, uh, when Skepta dropped the track list, I was really excited about. It. I was like, "Whoa, what is this song about?" And I'm I'm gonna give you a little a little taste of it. Quick talking numbers. Quick. That's a three. I don't understand that. That's a three. But I know this is focused to the industry because to the, in the music industry, because uh, Skepta talks about uh, the fact is the industry is all about numbers and stats, talking about lawyers and clauses and contracts, even says A&R looking like a shock, fronted looking like Jaws, like attacking them in a sense, telling him all about these numbers and how come, how come they can ever they can ever talk with him about numbers when they don't come on tour and see the crowds and see the reactions and stuff like in a sense this is a, a revolutionary song um it's a song that kind of like stands on its own ground and as we know as i know uh skepta really likes to relate with the people that he collabs with so we know as for a fact that him and pharrell agree upon this like agree upon the industry trying to drain them and trying to come up to them about numbers and money and stuff and even He, even Pharrell talks about it on the interview that he does for um, the Beats Beats One Radio thing that he has. Um, but yeah, the fact that this song was even is even on this album, they address that. They say the fact that this song would haven't been allowed if they weren't in control of everything. And he talks about the eight that they would never imagine to see him uh, on this position. They being the industry. Uh, he doesn't want to give interviews by saying just talk to the youths, not the press. Give them f fake email address. Um, Pharrell really, really does a great job on the production of this of this beat, and also does a great chorus. But he also raps on this. But the rap seems like really strange and really out of the theme of the song. But it's not like the. Um, He's talking about carrots and cabbage, but I think he's talking about money when he when he says that. Then he says "1,035 uh, horsepower stallions," which stands for a car. A car. But you see, and then he even says, 
vegetarian habits. I don't know. I don't know. It's strange. He even says to my niggas in heaven, just laughing. I think he's referring to Tupac, Biggie, MJ. I don't know. He addresses some industry beefs here that they might know about, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this song, it's cool. It's a cool song. It's a cool thing here. But as I said before on Ladies It Squad, it kind of like doesn't fit the album, but it does. It does in a sense, but it's a good track. But I don't, it's like the same way that I said about views when it came to the song with Party Next Door. I don't see myself listening to this song. It's like, it's not a track that I come to Konnichiwa to listen to. Uh, besides, uh, like, if you know what I mean, like when it comes to other tracks, I, I like, I come straight to Konnichiwa to listen to it. This one track in particular is not my favorite one. Uh, but it's cool. It's cool that they did this, that they made this happen. Um, but yeah, great track, great collab. We'll be definitely waiting for more of Captain Pharrell. Then track eight, Man, and inside of Brackets Gang. I don't know. It's a pretty dope track. This was the last single before the album came out. Came, this single was dropped like on April something. Um, like two weeks before the album dropped and since I pre-ordered the album I was able to listen to it so yeah that was like a gift for the people that would pre-order the album the theme of the the song is mostly like no new friends no new friends that that Drake did uh, in a sense like he only he says like only my gang um, only BBK he addresses the Instagram issue of people only coming up to coming up to him and respecting him, but just for the sake of taking a picture to put on the gram. Um, he also, yeah, says this. Yeah. He says this Bonnie and Clyde mention. I don't really understand who would be the female on the female side on this, but yeah. Can, can I pick for the gram? I only socialize with the crew in the band. But yeah, he, he addresses the fact that people address him as fam and say that they're, the, they're his cousin or something, but no. Um, he even talks about MySpace mentions and that the rapper that he used to like didn't kept going. He has some dope bars on these, like, no triple A pass no wristbands like on a show that people come up to say like no i'm, I'm skeptic's fam skeptic's cousin and like to ask for a triple a or or a wristband or a pass he says everything with a gang slang that cops will never understand even says grace stops sending uh, accepting this man's sessions uh, i assume grace is his manager or I don't know. I also. Um, he, he talks about. He says this. Tension. But yeah, um, the second verse seems like he's talking to to himself. Uh, he talks about dressed like he he just came from PE while other people come like uh, are dressed like they came from church, which is dope. Um, it's a dope beat, great subject, great approach, awesome thing. And then, if you go check the video, the video is so crazy. I wasn't picturing something like this. Um, 
the video shows like the punk side of the grime scene. Um, it's it's a f it first starts with the footage of a, a club scene, like a, a small underground club where Skepta is performing, and all the BBK is there. Uh, then it's footage of the backstage with Skepta and his friends smoking and chilling with some girls putting stickers all over, uh, Konnichiwa stickers all over, even on the girls and stuff. There's there's then some Russian subtitles subtitles all over the video, but I I don't really know what they mean and I can't copy paste them to. Um, to check on, on Google, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, and then it shows some footage of the man, the man, the man, them like he's like his people, people that went to the show or like part of his crew that come outside, like outside of the venue, and a police car comes by and and they surround the car, they surround the police car, and they try to open the car doors while Skepta and his uh, and his entourage, the, the rest of BBK, are leaving through the back door. And and then the police, like, while they're being surrounded, the police flees, like, just, like, speeds, and some guys try to follow the police walking. It's strange and crazy, like, how it shows the side of the police in the UK that you would never expect, but yeah. And then Skepta and the rest of BBK are, in, like, on the cab, going back to the hotel. And then the, the, the video is footage of some guys destroying a car, like, down on, down on the street, Back in the UK, like somebody like everybody's destroying a car and taking BBK 616 and putting Skepta's Konnichiwa cover, like the stickers on all over the car. Um, pretty strange, pretty hardcore and crazy in a sense. Uh, but yeah, and, and then the last footage, like it stops, like that, that footage of the car being shot stops, and then the song stops, and then shows up a small clip of Skepta and two other guys on the, on the rooftop of a building. Um, seems like a hotel suite or something and when Skepta turns his back from the balcony to go inside one of them speeds down this like the road like the street I don't really understand that footage there like it's a little bit out of context context but if anybody knows what it is about let me know but yeah pretty crazy song pretty crazy video but awesome grime track and awesome song I, I listen to it a lot then track nine the anthem of this album we gotta say this. It is. It's the main hit song of this album. Um, it has already 17 million views on, on YouTube. It's crazy. The video is crazy. It's on the complex buildings in, in London. Everyone is wearing track suits, white or black. A lot of cliche representations of what is uh, worn in, in the UK scene, like the trainers, the, the girls, the way that they are dressed up and like the airs and stuff, the style. Everything is about like that late 90s style. Like it's crazy. Awesome, awesome representation and awesome like production and direction for the video. The, um, the album version is a little bit, a little bit longer than the, the video version, um, but it's cool. It's cool. Um, but if I try to admire this, this song just in the, uh, on the context of the album, it's so adequate. Like it's it fits entirely the the grime vibe of it. It's not a pop track at all. Uh, it, it's so dope. It's 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 one of my favorite songs of the album. The the only thing is that you when when the albums get out, like I'm I'm already tired of this song in a sense. Like I, I already like heard it too much. <laughs> I heard it so many times that I, I know every bar of it. So it's crazy. Uh, because of the bar that it's like the chorus, he says, that's not me. And it shut down because of this bar, I would have placed this song after that's not me on the track list. 
because you're trying to build up a story. There's people listening to you for the first time. That's how I feel about it. But yeah, um, I love the red and gold, and red, gold, and green mention. Like it's talking about um, these fake Rastas, uh, because th those are the colors from Ethiopia that refer to Rastafarian culture. Um, then he even says on the chorus, like "ring, ring, pussy, and shut down." From the uh, "it ain't safe." Like what he's trying to address on this song is that Skepta as a is a hit maker and is a is a machine in terms of like producing hit songs. Like it, and it shuts down everywhere that it goes, and it, that's crazy. Um, um, even says he, he even talks about the the, the fact that it went to um to fast to the fashion week show, and he he sat on the front row and it shut down because he was wearing a tracksuit. So and it, nobody could believe that in the fashion week somebody could sit on the front row wearing a tracksuit. And that's crazy for the fashion world and and for the fashion industry and Skepta represented and because he was also one of the GQ top 10 men, uh, top dressed men, he went there and did that. And the funny part like is that he places a skit of um, um, this like news report and it's crazy like the, the, the woman on the news report is saying a bunch of young men dre all dressed in black dancing aggressively. I assume this is referring to the when Kanye brought all of them on stage on the Brit Awards, uh, and that she she felt really like bad about seeing this on TV, and that's crazy that he put it there on such an important track of the album. Um, I love the reference for to Rosa Parks, like in a sense, he's a trendsetter, is someone changing the world and changing the culture, the same way that Rosa Parks did when she sat on the front row of the the bus. Um, it talks about going in, uh, going in, going in, which is his slogan, and it's like trademark um, sentence uh, about he has no label, no alias songs. It's dope. It's a crazy track. I'm gonna play you a little bit of never been the intro. When it's shut down, eh? It starts with this Drake skit from the jungle um, uh, video that he did shortly. Hey. That he did. <laughs> That's not me. Ring Ring Pussy from Ain't Safe. Fashion Week. Yeah. Why better no? No time. Yeah, in is is pretty dope. Like great song. He he then closes the 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 track again with Drake with a with a Drake skit. Link up, daddy. All right. From that same, from that same jungle video, um, it's pretty awesome. This song is is awesome. Great job, Skepta. Keep on delivering these type of anthems. Then track ten. That's not me. This song, this song is really important and one of the most important songs of of Skepta's career. Um, this song came after Blacklisted. This was the first thing that Skepta produced for himself after Black uh, Blacklisted, um, and this is this is and this was what he wanted to represent the first step of Konnichiwa, and for him and for Jammer because they were together uh, as part of BBK, the beats of this album needed to be the original formula from the roots of Grime, from when they started back in two thousand four, and. 
skeptical Jammer asking for the, all the equipment to do that. And Jammer just said that he left it at someone's yard. And Skepta and Jammer went all over town to find the equipment and stuff. And they found this keyboard, this Jammer's Korg, and he pre- that could produce 8-bit uh, beats on it. And, and it's crazy. And he got the keyboard and he did That's Not Me. This was the first track that he ever produced with that equipment that he got out of the, the, the cave, if you know what I mean. Um and it's awesome. It's a it's a great song. The the song came out of a freestyle that him and his brother did on the um, on the um, on the streets on the ends. Uh, yeah, I forgot to say that's the song is that's not me featuring Jamie. Um, uh, and yeah, they, like by June eighth eighth two thousand fourteen, almost two years ago, this song came out uh, with the video. Uh, and as a matter of fact, the song. This song's video won the Mobile Award for Best Video of the Year in 2014. And as a side note, the video only cost 80 pounds. That's something like $100. <laughs> While other videos that were competing cost like thousands of pounds. And it's crazy. Like the video is only, it's just Kepta and Jamie performing this song using a pair of headphones as microphone. While DJ Maximum from BBK is faking to mix something. Um, yo, DJ Maximum, big up anyways. I like the sweater. <laughs> anyways, but it's cool that you're there. Like, it brings a vibe to it. Um, and on the back of them, on the green on a green screen, they have a nostalgic backdrop, as as Jamie says. Uh, which is footage of Skepta and Jamie doing the original version of the song on the ends. And where Skepta explains the reason on the album production and the grime scene. You can check that video on YouTube too. Um, and they even have footage of them freestyling the song outside of their of their house. This song has already 11 million views on, on YouTube. And it's one of the most important songs of the album. I'm going to play you a little bit of it. This beat is so grimy. Grease. What you mean? What you mean? Mm. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Yes. Skepta, that's not me. Feed Jamie. No, no, that's not me. Act like Wisman, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah, great track. He talks about the fact that he used to be a certain way, now he's different. And this is the real transition from Blacklisted and from doing it again and from all those uh, old albums like Greatest Eats and all of that. This is the transition where he changes, like, where he says, like, that's not me, that's a different Skepta. So, yeah, great track. Go listen to it. Awesome. Then track 11 comes called Detox featuring BBK, which you assume that is entire BBK, but no. That's the only thing about this track that kind of makes me sad is that Jamie is not on it. So that's why I wanted like That's Not Me to come before Shutdown because then he could have put Jamie here. There wouldn't be no issue of like, oh, Jamie's already on a track. Um, and I think it would fit here because, you know, Jamie is always good. But yeah, this song is pretty dope. Uh, Skepta first st- 
steps in and introduces the, the theme with the chorus, which is the lifestyle of him and his group. It's about like always being drinking and stuff and and there's no Saturdays or like every day is a Saturday. Um, and then Shorty steps in and smashes it. But first, this is a chorus. Don't know how to relax. Went to the hills, trying to kick back. Still, I want to tweet and chat. Woke up this morning, said I quit smoking. Now I just told me a pack. Because every day, man, turn up to the max. Don't know how to relax. Pass me the weed. Yeah. Shorty steps in. Skepta then comes in. Again, but with the first. Then bars, bars. Then free skill steps in and smashes it too. Then Jammer steps in and R2 and smashes it. The ad-libs are top. They give the sense that everyone is like around a circle, rhyming and like, it's, you, you feel, the, you really feel the crew type of vibe. But the only thing about it is that Jamie is not on it. Um, but yeah, it's a cool track. It's not like one of the main tracks of this album, in my opinion. Because it's just talking about like their addictions and stuff. But it's cool. Cool track, cool track. Keep going. Boy, but I know to the world. BBK. Then, last but not least, the last track of the album. Track 12, Text Me Back. This is one of... My favorite tracks of the album. Uh, it starts with the ringtone of an old phone. Which you're gonna listen now. And the awkward voice message. Listen. It's crazy. And then the song starts. And it's so, the song it's called Text Me Back. It's all about texting back. Uh, the beat is dope. Dope as hell. Um, he first talks about a girl, but f- listen to the chorus so you understand what I what I mean. More than you. Yeah, the girl of my dreams, he says. Um, so first he refers to the girl of his dreams. So he's talking about this girl that he can't text while he's on the road doing his his thing. Um, then he uses one of my favorite bars of this of this album when he says, "Our love, our love is strong like Mufasa and Simba. Never need to download Tinder. Wherever he goes, he doesn't need to download Tinder. He's always on the road. Like, but he's focused on on her." Then the second verse, after he says the same chorus, the same chorus, the second verse is for his mom, straight to his mom. Uh, he says, like, my mom says mom and says, like, I send her a love heart and a rose, like on 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 on, on message. Um, then he says that he has been an OT since 03, which means that he has been on overtime. Like, that's what I understand, like, since 2000, uh, 2003. Which means he has been like working since 2003. It's not about the fame nor following a fashion. But when he gets home, he's going to go shop with his mom in Athens. I don't know where it's at, but it's a UK reference for sure. Um, and I also love the sample that he used by the end of the of the track. Um, it's, a, it's a great track to end the album. Like in a sense, it's a love song. He's talking to his mom and a girl, but it's a love song. And then he uses this sample here of a girl like singing and stuff. Da-na-na. 
Um, and then he also, by the end, I want to show you guys this. He, like it gets the silence, and then you start listening to this. This music, which, in my opinion, is the final song from like a video game or something like where the credits come, you know. Um, this is a mystic type of vibe, but I feel like it's like from a, a fighting game or something like that, like which puts you on a Japanese type of vibe because you know this, those type of games are mostly Japanese influenced, which which kind of matches with the beginning of the album where it started with that type of like more like field vibe like more nature and this is more like city crazy i could even imagine the characters of like a story like appearing on the screen and the credits and the producer showing uh up on the screen the same way that like you would see but yeah um this was the album this was konnichiwa so yeah i'm gonna give you my final evaluation on the album the same way that i did with with drake's album Uh, maybe this is totally biased, but I don't care. It's just my opinion. I'll give it a nine or a 9.5, not a 10 because of numbers, which I, I think doesn't really fit the album, but then fits. Um, but I think it's a little bit out and also the order that I think should have been done, like a change, like that's not me being before of, of shutdown. And the fact that on detox, JME is not there. Um, those are the only reasons why I take like a 0.5 out of the, the 10 evaluation of this album. But Skepta, I gotta tell you, like, great job, great production, great album. Um, and this, this was crazy. Keep on going. I like the fact there was only 12 tracks. Uh, it makes me listen to it more times repeatedly. And it's awesome. Keep going, man. Great job. Boy, I better know. And yeah, this was what I got to say about Konnichiwa for now. Regarding Skepta, I have around 35 hours of video and audio of, of his content, stuff that I that he has been featured on, his own videos, productions, interviews, studio sessions, freestyles, concerts, I don't know, so much stuff. I've been watching and listening to him and his stuff for the past two weeks. So something that made me understand much more about him, about Joseph, about Skepta, about BBK, about the grime scene. I'm really thankful to Richie for having me listening to him and showing me Skepta um, and his musical project. Um, Skepta didn't start last year, you know, like he has been a musical mogul, a DJ, a producer, a fan, an artist, a writer, and whatever else since the late 90s and the early 2000s. His family, his family influences are really important uh, on the fact that he's such a, a great a great artist today. The fact that his dad used to be a, a reggae selector makes him makes me makes me and the rest of the, the public understand his passion for the Jamaican culture and all of that. Um, and the fact that he's such a, a good producer nowadays and yet so much so much of that culture inf like stepped on him and like made him understand how music is that in a sense grime is like the dance hall scene back in Jamaica. And it really contrasts. Um, I can say that his career path is a is a case study for sure. Like if you go check everything that he has done and the way that he has done it, it's incredible. And it shows the ups and downs and everything and how he's how he's tended like this past 10 years of working in the music industry and 
all different stages of it. Um, he has been in all segments of the music industry, from mainstream to underground to newcomer to comeback. He's the perfect perfect example of per- perseverance, drive, focus, and belief. And maybe one day I will have the opportunity to meet him in person and, and contrast what I know about him uh, on what I'm going to experience on relating to him personally. Uh, in a sense, I feel like Nardwar. Like, I know so much about this guy, it's crazy. Anyways... Uh, I'll probably talk about him again in the future for sure. Uh, so just wait on it. Um, and probably I'll talk about his brother, Jamie, which is like the founder of BBK. I really dig his concept and and his videos. He's different from Skepta. He's, some people might say he's like the same vibe, but I think he's different. Uh, they, they, they show different stages of these ages that I know, which like which stand for like the 80s and 90s. Like... Um, like, I love his video of the very best. It's awesome. Go check it. And I like the fact that he likes video games too. And he, and he usually, like, hangs around with Sidemen, with the Sidemen crew. And yeah, big respect for Jamie too. So yeah, this was episode three of the Good Facts podcast series. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, press the follow button on SoundCloud. And if you liked it, press the heart button. Uh, feel free to reach out to, you already know. Uh, and what about the next episode? The next episode is going to be a little bit different, for real. But I'm really excited about it. I'm going to talk about a really important in the industry issue. The first time that you hear a song, the first time that you experience a recording from someone else, the moment that you listen to a particular recording for the first time, you know what I mean? Like, how that moment defines the perception of that you have of the artist and, and the song. Um, and what you would expect from him or her in the future and how it can change everything forever between human being the human being that is singing or rapping and the human being that is listening um, and it's all about the power of music that's what I'm going to be talking about and I hope you enjoy it thank you for listening I hope you enjoyed this episode get ready for next week's episode peace, love, unity and respect I'm out I'm out